and it's those who've helped us accomplish the hardest things to whom we feel the greatest impetus of gratitude. Hello, and welcome to the Arts of Language podcast with Andrew Poudois, founder of the Institute for Excellence in Writing, or as many like to say, IEW. My name is Julie Walker, and I'm honored to serve Andrew and IEW as the Chief Marketing Officer. Our goal is to equip teachers and teaching parents with methods and materials which will aid them in training their students to become confident and competent communicators and thinkers. So, Andrew, this is our special Thanksgiving episode. It's such a wonderful time of year. (laughs) It really, it truly is. And I have been thinking about this podcast episode for a little while because I know that you have this core value deep in your soul that just gurgles out whenever you're in front of a group of people, and that is the attitude of gratitude. And whenever you have an opportunity, you teach children to be grateful. So I would love for you to just share your little story about when you teach the topic clincher rule, and now they have to <laughs> highlight, and they're, you're passing out highlighters yes, of various any of colors. The, the old timers who've seen the student writing intensive videos from well, long ago. And they're in the SSS, too. Oh, did I do yeah, it, too? Of course you did, because mm. I wanted to be sure that these students also get that. Well, you know, there's there's two basic ways that children can navigate life. One is to complain, and the other one is to not complain. <laughs> okay. Obviously, we're going to all be happier if we overcome the habit of complaining, for the most part, mm-hmm. as soon as possible in life. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I had I, the first time I did it, It was just kind of one of those spontaneous, how do I avoid a waste of time, a quibble, an unpleasant experience because I have a bag of highlighters. There's pink, there's yellow, there's green, they're blue. Because then when you buy a bunch of highlighters, you get this mixed color. So I have this bag of highlighter, 24 students, and I know that they're just going to like quibble about what color of highlighter they mm-hmm. get. I'm an experienced parent. Mm-hmm. I know what can happen. So I thought, well, I'm going to lose time anyway. I might as well give them a little talk. Mm-hmm. So I say something like, you know, how many of you would like to be happy as much as possible in your life? Oh, yeah, I would like to be mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to tell you the secret of how to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that is to be grateful no matter what happens. Just think about it. If you could be as grateful for a broken leg as for a million dollars, wouldn't you be perfectly happy? So you take them down this logical path. Mm -hmm. You say, so we're going to practice this right now. I'm going to throw a highlighter to you. And whatever color it is, whether you like the color or not, you say thank you in your best possible sincere voice. Even if it hits you in the nose, you just say thank you. And do not complain or try to trade or have dissatisfaction. This is your opportunity to practice. And then, of course, I make a point of throwing a pink one 
to the boy who is most likely, the one who looks like he's most likely to hate pink. Or, you know, I pretend to do it at random too. But I, I don't know. It just got to be a little one of those things I would do every week when I was traveling around doing the student writing intensive. And I just thought, you know, part of teaching is, as Mrs. Ingham says, those intangibles. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't really lesson plan some things, but mm-hmm. the circumstances allow mm-hmm. for an object lesson at the moment. So that's how that happened. And uh, and then I remember we did record it, and I got it on the video because I thought, okay, this is worth doing, even though the kids at home watching it aren't really going to have that same highlighter hitting them on the nose. <laughs> um, and then you you say we did it in the SSS yes, we recording. Did. Yes, we yeah. did. And we also have a little YouTube video, and we'll link to that in the show notes, where you're basically demonstrating that Honestly, a couple of our customer service team members are in that video shoot. You know, just kind of demonstrating really tangible. Andrew's secret to happiness oh. is to be grateful. Okay. Do you know, there is there is a strategy actually in customer service, not just our customer service department, but kind of the field of customer service. And that is how to help customers be grateful grateful no matter what happens happy no matter <laughs> even what. if their package is delayed three weeks exactly and we we have kind of a saying in our customer service department that's ysn Let's see if you can guess what that is ysn ysn I, nothing comes to mind you're so nice Oh, you're so nice. You're so nice. And so, you know, a customer calls and complains and and what our team is trying to do is turn that into a grateful customer because grateful customers are happy. Right. And sometimes we do things So like, the you're so nice is like we're trying to be super nice yes. even when the customer's not happy? Exactly. I see. Exactly. Demonstrating a positive, grateful attitude ourselves, and yeah. hopefully that will. But, well, and but I, we have, I mean, for the most part, 99.9 of percent of all people who call us are already very nice. Yes, very nice. Yeah. And Just little I, frustrations. They get the wrong thing. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, I love when they call and say something like, I'm sure it wasn't your fault. I'm sure. But I still have this problem. My right. package didn't arrive. Okay, right. well, let's fix that for you. And uh, off it goes and we'll expedite this or whatever we need to do to get that. But you can see that I'm I've got pages in front of me. And you've highlighted them with green. Is that your favorite color? (laughs) It was the one that was sitting on the desk at the moment. (laughs) Someday we'll talk about color-coding kids and how helpful that is. (laughs) But um, this would be my son Joel's color. But what I have in front of me are pages, literally pages and pages, of grateful customers. I did a search on – we have a, a document of testimonials, and I just did a search for the word thank you. Oh, So this was one that was an iTunes review about our podcast. Mm. And she says, so, so practical and insightful. I'm a better human, not to mention mother, teacher, etc., because of your beautiful organization. A million thanks. Wow. I know. Isn't that great? Enjoying the podcast. I don't think we deserve that. (laughs) Yeah. When I asked what my favorite podcasts are, I definitely included this one. I have learned so much from listening and can't wait for my children to be old enough to teach them to write using IEW. So this is a a young mom. Thank you for this podcast. And then Anne says, Dear Mr. Pudwa, thank you for your mission to help parents and teachers educate sanely, competently, and excellently. Nice little triple there. Very good 
for you, Anne. And then she says, I am grateful for a reinforcement of the big picture as I continue to work on our microcosm. <laughs> wow. I like that. Sane and microcosm. <laughs> right. Marcy. Now, we have a Marcy that works for us. This is not This that is not one. our Marcy. Not, okay. not, <laughs> well, it is. I mean, we could have not planted. Marcy, we could have planted and said, hey, Marcy, <laughs> leave a good review. Yes, but this is not that Marcy. Okay. She says, thank you for developing outstanding materials to help teach our children to communicate their thoughts effectively so that they may use their skills to produce thoughtful, intelligent writings to influence their world with truth. I love that. An Instagram comment. I listen to the podcast each week and they are such a blessing to me as I navigate the daily joys and challenges of homeschooling my three kiddos. Thank you for helping me along the way. Stephanie, this is such a great one, and I'd love to read the whole thing, but I've got to truncate this. She has a son who's 20 years old and is in community college. He took the entrance exam for the community college, got a very high score on the English part. He aced his English classes and has been told by multiple professors that his papers are among the best in the class. He says the structure of the essay program that took two years to get through and the note-taking information assimilation of TWSS are what keeps him coming back to. Thank you so much for your dedication to the students and the encouragement to trust the process. And he may be a, a dual enrollment student too. Right? Well, he's now 20. Oh, he's yeah, 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Heather wants to thank, she says, all caps, hello, I just wanted to say thank you. We have used um, the Structure and Style for Students course and never in all the years have my kiddos laughed and giggled as much as they are currently with your new videos. They love the writing lessons now and beg to do one first first thing each day. Oh. Here's another thank you. It's in that same one. Thank you so much for bringing this to life and creating such an enjoyable way for kiddos to learn the IW writing style. And then again, thank you with four exclamation points. Mm. Another one from Carrie. Thank you for all the ways you have helped me become a better teacher for the last 15 years. And then she first heard you speak at the Chia Convention. She's from Valencia, California. Kelly. Thank you, Mr. Pudwa, for the countless hours of travel, sleeping away from home, speaking till you were probably hoarse. And then she talks about her son, who she wasn't planning to send to college because he, you know, he, he was more interested in a trade than going to college. And he kind of drops this bombshell on her in her, his senior year and pulls out the IEW method and did great in college and now is possibly working for the Capitol Police, whose job is to protect the U.S. Congress, which is probably something we really need right now. <laughs> well, uh, those are all very nice. I have I have several more that I just don't have time to read, but I just love hearing from our listeners of our podcast. I love it. There's a, there's a couple in here that actually say thank you to me as well, so mm. that made me feel you good. You know, it, it makes me think about how there's a connection between kind of doing something that's hard mm -hmm. and the feeling of gratitude that you have, both to yourself that you did something hard, mm -hmm. but to those people who helped you mm -hmm. accomplish something hard. And, you know, we're, we're born to live in community. We're born to love and serve and assist and share our joys mm -hmm. with each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, for many people, 
it, you know, the last couple of years have been hard because mm-hmm. we've been less able to physically be with the people that we would normally do that. So there's kind of this, I think, a, a an internal, almost spiritual impetus compelling us to to express gratitude mm-hmm. to those who have helped us, and it's those who've helped us accomplish the hardest things yep. to whom we feel the greatest impetus of gratitude. Yep, yep. And I know, like you, I have children who are all grown up and you know, parents, and they do thank me for the hard work. It was to homeschool those three rascally boys and to teach them what they need, even swimming. I taught my kids how to swim. <laughs> well, you're a recreation major person, <laughs> swimmer person. So yes, but yeah, the, and sometimes it does take a few years mm-hmm. yep. before the the child reaches the point mm-hmm. of having the perspective exactly on the gratitude. Yep, and so that's just one of those things that. You know, there's a grace that parents can kind of go through cer- a certain period of years where mm-hmm. it's not when they're 17. Yeah, they're, they're not just grateful not then. <laughs> natural in, in that way, but then they hit this maturity and perspective on mm-hmm. life, and then they look back and they, well, mm-hmm. you know, thank you for making me do that hard math yeah. Yeah. because now it's made a big difference. Yep. Yep. And this letter I got from the the little boy who said IEW is a consequential waste of time. He did say, "I'm sh- I don't think so now, but I'm sure I will in ten years." That you know this was good, right? And I thought, okay, that's good enough for me. If yeah. he's got the perspective to be honest and say, "I don't like it right now for various reasons," and and it was very tongue in cheek the mm-hmm. whole thing, but but I'm sure I will later, you know and. You know, anything that's worth doing is worth suffering a bit to have done. Yep. And once we have done, then we have gratitude and gratitude for all of the circumstances that made that hard thing. Yeah. The blessing that it became. Right. Exactly. Yep. Well, thank you, Andrew. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Or just visit us each week at IEW.com slash podcasts. Here you can also find show notes and relevant links from today's broadcast. One last thing. Would you mind going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast? This really helps other smart, caring listeners like you find us. Thanks so much.